Day 11, Laws of Speech, Lashon Hara. Judge your people fairly. Do not go around as a gossiper among your people. Leviticus. The Talmud says that speech is where the body and soul meet. A human being is actually described as a speaking soul when man was created in the book of Genesis. The gift of speech can be an instrument for enormous good, and inspiring talk can move millions. Positive words can build a child's self-esteem. Words of love can unite a man and a woman for eternity. But used in another way, speech has the power to destroy. The laws of speech are referred to as the laws of Lashan Hara, literally evil speech. For just as words can build and inspire, when used in a destructive manner, they can bring evil to the world. Why do people speak Lashan Hara? The basis for Lashan Hara is arrogance. Belittling someone gives one a feeling of self-importance. This, in turn, creates a false and empty sense of self-worth and can damage the speaker even more than the one the speaker has chosen to put down. Think for a moment of the wisdom that went into the creation of every person. We were given two ears to hear with, two nostrils to smell with, two eyes to see, but just one mouth. In addition, God made the mouth so that it can close on its own. The message is clear. There are times to talk and there are times to be silent. But how do we know the difference? The Oral Torah discusses when we are forbidden to speak about others and when we are obligated to do so. It says that gossiping and speaking badly about someone kills three people. The first victim is the person spoken badly about because people now view that person in a negative light. Someone's reputation has been blemished forever. The second victim is the speaker, because although a person gets a tremendous amount of attention when relaying gossip, in the long run, that person is not one that others will confide in or look up to. Clearly, the gossiper is not trustworthy and gains pleasure from putting others down. When we speak destructively about others, we not only victimize someone, but we also affect our closeness to God. Speaking in a manner that is hurtful to others diminishes us spiritually. The ability to think and speak is a gift, and it's meant to be used to elevate people, not to destroy them. Lastly, the Talmud says that the person who is the most culpable is the listener. Why is the listener transgressing the most? Because we are not supposed to speak Lashon Hara, and we are also not supposed to listen to Lashon Hara. And the listener is the most capable of putting a stop to it all. How can one stop listening to Lashon Hara? Suppose you're at a party. And you walk over to a group of people who are involved in an animated conversation. As you approach, you realize the topic of the night is a couple you know who isn't there. The best thing to do is to keep on walking and find someone else to socialize with. 
but sometimes it's not that easy to avoid gossip. Imagine you're already standing with a group of people and the conversation takes a negative turn. If you can't exit gracefully, the best thing is to try to tactfully suggest that the group shouldn't be talking like this. This suggestion is not always cheerfully received. Another tactic is to quickly try to change the subject. Hey, did, did you hear that so-and-so had a baby? If the person or group doesn't get the hint and keeps coming back to the gossip, then try to show how the negative story might have another side to it. Point out something positive about the person being spoken about or a plausible reason for the situation. You may think that she is a snob, but I hear she's just painfully shy. However, putting a positive spin on a story may not be accepted by a person or group determined to speak badly about others. When all else fails, when you are unable to exit, when everyone else refuses to grant someone the benefit of the doubt, and when you can't change the topic of discussion, then what you have to do is not believe what is being said. In your mind, you have to say, I don't believe this. And think about all the reasons the story couldn't be true. After all, there is always another side to a story. How many times have people misjudged something you have said or done? One is not allowed to speak badly about other people. In addition, one is not allowed to speak badly about organizations, groups of people, or even the land of Israel. Based on what we've just learned, you might think that it's best to only speak positively about people. That's a good start, but even then we have to be careful. If you know that David is envious of Jim's wealth, no mitzvah is accomplished in running to David to talk about Jim's latest purchase or large charitable contribution. This can only spark negative rhetoric and lashan hara. Suppose you tell your sister-in-law how helpful your mother is, how she's at your house with the children day and night, how you have plans to attend the theater together. Be aware that this may cause your sister-in-law to wonder why she doesn't get this kind of attention. All the positive talk about your mother may only cause bad feelings. As you can see, careful speech demands great sensitivity. Soon we will discuss the times you are allowed to speak of others. In the meantime, try and think about how your loved one used the gift of speech. Can you remember a time when his or her words made a difference for someone? Perhaps it was for you. Let's take a few moments to reflect. <laughs> 